0: Hashtag, you don't have to be Jewish. A very, very difficult conversation is one that we have been having since the 7th of October. And it is something that is not going away. And it's not going to go away. There are families, just the reality for many people is that there are families who don't know whether their loved ones were kidnapped, whether they were murdered where they where they are they don 't even have remains why because and there is a trigger warning if you think that you might be triggered if they if you 've got kids with you, please turn off your radio now for the next ten minutes okay this is not appropriate for kids um, so for an example at the at the music festival right there was an ambulance, and once the the terror attack had started by the Hamas terrorists. There were people, obviously they were running, scattering, finding um, you know, taking cover hiding wherever they could and one of the places was an ambulance as an example and the Hamas terrorists fired an RPG rocket into that ambulance What happens under um, intense fire is that human skin melts Have you ever seen that? Um, I hope you've never seen that. But it can melt like wax. To identify that DNA becomes very, very difficult. And that is why it's taking so long. Just last week there was a story about a family who their loved one was actually buried alongside somebody else. These two girls were hiding in the ambulance. The realities on the ground are, you know, I, there are days where I just feel grateful that I don't have to deal with it, but somebody does. Somebody does. And those people are the volunteers and the people of Zaka. Joining me right now is uh, Simcha Grinerman. Good morning, Simcha. How do we find you this morning?
1: Good morning. Um, uh, you found me now driving down back to Berik Faraza, and this area of uh, the terror attack from yes. uh, the seventh of October. Yes. Uh, um, basically, uh, as you said, uh, the party area, uh, the youngsters that had a good time, dancing and laughing, and having the great time uh... were killed there in different ways butchered burned to death and uh... as you told the story about that ambulance um... it took time to find that body cause when they threw that rocket into that ambulance the ambulance just flipped over and they were hiding behind that ambulance and when it burned that piece of flesh of the bo- the body, all the bones and everything got stuck under the ambulance. So when they moved the ambulance from place to place, just to make sure that it doesn't stay on, on the fields, well, the body was stuck onto that ambulance and we had to c- collect all the remains to be able to check to see that nothing is left in that area to be able to identify this girl. My job is uh, for the last eight weeks, is in, I'm in charge to make sure that no evidence, no bones, no blood, no uh, teeth or whatever remains are anywhere around the kibbutzim, in the houses or in different places all around uh, the test.: hmm.
0: Simcha, how, As, ma- how, uh, many people ha- how many people have been identified? have had how many people have had to be identified using DNA
1: well basically uh, um, the numbers are not finished yet yes but uh, we're talking about a few hundreds we had um, close to 300 cars that were burned totally and houses in different kibbutzim that were burned totally uh, in the near Oz close to 130 houses, in very um, close to 25 houses, one after each other, burned totally. Uh, we had to sift these houses from corner to corner to be able to find evidence of the bones of extra, whatever, or whatever remains of these people that we were looking for to be able to identify with DNA samples.
0: Hmm.
1: Basically, some of the bodies that we still have in the morgue are burned in a situation that we cannot take any DNA samples from the bones or from the teeth because we don't have the teeth because everything was burned. So a lot of the teeth fell out and a lot of the bones were dried up that we can't even take any DNA samples from those bones. So, uh, The only place around the world that they have a special machine that could, uh, get DNA out of ashes is in the United States. After the 9-11, they understood that they have to build a special machine that can identify from ashes DNA samples. So to build a machine like that takes seven months. To bring the one from the States to Israel takes three months. To bring it here and build it and representing it and all, and to be able to work with it. So they started to build a new one for Israel and we're sending samples to the state, caches to be able to identify and to get answers about these people.
0: Hmm. Simcha, does um, obviously your work, you know, you working with the IDF in terms of hostages um, and identifying? Because the situation right after you know it was often attributed to the fog of war but if you don't know if well if israel doesn't know how many people were murdered in their beds and burnt in their exactly. cars you don't you can't yeah. um confirm how many hostages hamas is holding
1: exactly 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 and that's the reason uh, the situation is very very sad and very very bad because we don't know really where are the families are. Where are the beloveds. We don't know if those bodies that we have in the morgue are terrorists. Because people weren't only in their houses and people weren't in their personal cars. When they were running away from house to house or from car to car on the, at their A party. So maybe, maybe the driver was the owner of the car, but maybe whoever owned that car frozen his place so someone else was driving the car cause they weren't able to drive or they were incapable of uh, driving in the the car in that situation so we never can identify according to the house that we found or in the car we never can identify according to okay so this this is this is the house and it was the bedroom we can't for sure say okay so that's the person that lives in the house because we found in different houses, hostages, and people that were moved from place to place, not only moved, a lot of people that ran away from place to place to hide, because the attack itself was a, a whole attack, a surprise. People do not, did not plan on waiting there. When you have a situation of a earthquake, so you know that this building, families live in this and this floor, and this is the bedroom, and this is the living room, this is the kitchen, so you could identify according to whatever we have. Sometimes you have guests, sometimes you have different situations, but over here, we're talking about something totally different.
0: Simha, you're painting a picture of evil beyond anything that my mind was able to conceive prior to the 7th of October. You know, even though I'd seen... You know, images, documentaries about the Holocaust. I could not, my, my brain could not conceive the, the evil that we've actually seen taking place, um, with these, with Hamas and what they did on the 7th of October. How do you, as a Zaka volunteer, cope with this? How do you deal with the trauma of seeing it every day?
1: let, Let me give you a little bit of my background and uh, I'll explain who I am and what I am. I'm a 47-year-old uh, father of five, grandfather of two, a volunteer in Zaka 32 years already. Um as a volunteer, I'm a, a carpenter, I have my own business and uh from uh, 7th of October, I'm on the scene, and I'm taking care of collecting the bodies and dealing with the bodies. Basically, uh, any tragedy in Israel, uh, Zaka takes care of the deceased, of the bodies, uh, if it's elder people that uh, were, stayed home and uh, died in their beds, and the neighbors all of a sudden start smelling bad smells, and uh, they call for help, so we come and take care of those bodies. Oh, people that uh, were murdered in different ways. Oh, people that uh, died in car accidents in different ways. Oh, people that were deceased in different uh, situations that uh, the uh, that, that the, uh, an ambulance doesn't take care of them. Oh, does not take them and uh, make sure that they get buried and uh, their families should be comfort that everything was done the right way. So this is what Zakat does basically daily as volunteers. Over here we're talking about uh, a situation that uh, we're in, we were never ready for it. We are international uh, volunteers known by the UN as uh, volunteers. We go around the world uh, rescue teams and helping to uh, collect bodies around the world like uh, Haiti uh, Bombay, Turk, and different countries around the world, we go and we help and we, uh, help them to collect their, uh, their, their bodies and whoever was deceased in their situation by earthquakes, oh, uh, tragedies, different tragedies around the world. And over here, this is in our backyard. Yeah. In our house, in our families. Uh, this is something that we cannot understand and we, we cannot, believe what we see in front of our eyes um... the whole situation of dealing with dead people is one thing but we're dealing with children that were butchered adults sick people connected to machines and laying in their own beds without having any help to uh, uh, call someone for help being butchered killed in brutal ways women uh, that are going through different things, uh, having a, a, a brutal ways of, of, of dealing with their bodies. We come into houses and we see half-naked women uh, leaning on their own beds. Uh, there's no question what happened over there, but we cannot for sure sign on the paper they were raped because we're not doctors to say that. But if you see a woman leaning on her bed half-naked, bleeding from different places in her body shot in the back of her head there's no question she didn't go to sleep like that okay and uh... you see what happened in the different rooms all around the house the kids are in one room, the mother is in a different room the daughter is in, another, in the living room and uh... everything is like scary and, and there's no words to explain what, what happened over here hmm. The way I cope with this situation as a member of Zaka and uh, and a medic whenever I come to a situation that I need to take care of a a person or uh, anyone that's not feeling good so I take care in the best way 100% I give them the right whatever they need and to help them to bring them to take care of them and I try to stay as focused as I could on the situation that I'm working now and dealing in this second And I do not connect to the name of the person. As I said, I'm in charge to sign on all the houses, all the cars, and all this, whatever happened around the hotel. as the person that's in charge to make sure that everything comes to burial and nothing stays around any place, and everything comes to the right position, and the families know what happened to the deceased person, or uh, friends, or family, or children, or parents. That's my job. Now, if I would know every name, I would take it personal because then I know the whole story. Yeah. So the way I work, the way I work is I have every house there's a number and I work according to numbers. I do not work according to names. Every house on all the kibbutzim, every house on every town and every area, I know according to numbers to 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 keep myself safe. Yeah, and not to be able to get the whole story—that's the way I cope with it, and this is uh, how uh, I'm 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 able to continue my my special job and my special work daily.
0: Simcha, before I let you go, um, what has what impact has doing this work had on your relationship with God? We say Einod Milvado, right? So has it had an impact yes. on your relationship with God?
1: Well, my story, my background story is when I was five years old, my father died in a tragical way, he was very sick, he was, he was 30 years old, and uh, my mother remarried, but it was still hard for me to connect the loss that I had as a child, five years old, it took me a long time to connect back to, uh, my feelings and to, to be able to live without a father. Uh, that was a little bit hard for me. Yeah. So I tried to find different ways to give back to people, to help people, to be involved as a volunteer in different organizations. And those years, when I was 16 years old, buses were blowing up in Israel, restaurants were blowing up, People were getting killed every day in Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Netanya, all around the country. The terror attacks were very bad then. And I saw that if I, as a medic, could connect to people and save them, that was a very big thing for me. But then I saw that I connect to uh, collecting the body and parts of the bodies and making sure that these people get to burial... That made me more comfortable and feeling that I connect to my father that he was deceased many years ago. That gave me a good feeling that I'm doing the right thing and God's will. Well, basically from then I started being a volunteer. It's, oh, it's mm-hmm. close to 32 years already that I'm a, a volunteer in Zaka.
0: Well well done, well done to you Simcha, unfortunately we have to leave it there And just want to say thank you You know, as Jews we are all connected Whether one is religious or not religious Whether one is in the land of Israel Or whether one is in South Africa Or living in, in Italy We are all connected as one organism And we say thank you For doing the work that you do Because for many of us We would not be able to do that
1: yeah I will say one 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 little thing that I heard from the chief rabbi of Israel after the holocaust his father rabbi Israel Meir Lau yeah was 4 years old and he couldn't he couldn't survive whatever happened to him so he he asked his rabbi what what do we do with our life how can we continue so his father his rabbi told him you never ask a question why why is three letters, Lamed, Mem, Hey, Lama. Take those three letters and use them the right way of reading them and pronouncing them. Not why, but what's the purpose? Lema. Not Lama, Lema. Why did God leave us here in this world to continue doing good things and to continue doing God's will and to continue bringing these people to burial? and to do our right thing. And thank you for listening to whatever I had to say. Thank and you. Am Israel Chai.
0: Am Israel Chai. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. That, uh, wow. Can you imagine Simcha Greinemann, volunteer at Zaka, looking at and speaking to us about the progress of identifying the bodies from the 7th of October, Black Sabbath Massacre. Incredible.